Hello, hello, everybody. Yes, we're rolling. Amazing, amazing. So good to be here with you all. I, holy shit. I'm back in Santa Barbara after a wild week, which feels like it was an eternity. Um, and I think it's a story that's worth sharing. So I think we just, uh, we should just jump right into it. Basically, if you've been following me for a while, you know I've done a lot of uh, work with mushrooms. And I'm at a, I've been at a point the last few months, actually, like, I mean, I haven't done like a big dose of mushrooms in like a year, you know, just a lot of micro dosing. Um, I did five grams of penis envy on this hill over here in Santa Barbara and like absolutely, that was the greatest, uh, one of the greatest mushroom experience, one of the greatest experiences of my life, period. Uh, anywho, that's irrelevant. The cactus has been calling me. I have had a strong calling with the plants as opposed to the fungi at the moment. You know, I'm, I'm very grateful for the relationship I've developed with the fungi. And that will continue to grow and expand in love. However, right now, the cactus has really been calling me. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the cactus, I am talking about a mescaline-containing cactus called San Pedro. Or in Peru, it's called Huachuma. Uh, there are, there's another type of mescaline-containing cactus called a peyote. Or in Mexico, called hikuri. That is a more rare cactus. That is a cactus, it looks like a little, what does it look like? It looks like a little like plush pillow. Uh, obviously it's hard, but like it's got this very beautiful, cute little shape to it. Now that's a cactus that takes 20 to 30 years before it's actually ready to use as medicine where the San Pedro is a lot, it grows a lot more common. Like there are just huge Huachuma fields in Peru. Like it's a very common cactus and it takes like five to seven years uh, for the mescaline to be uh, potent enough to use as medicine. Or at least that's what people say. I mean, I haven't tried anything younger. I haven't tried, I haven't experimented with that. That's what people say though. Um, so anyway, that's really been calling me, and mescaline is a substance that isn't talked about that much. We are very much so a mushroom society. I was just thinking about this. Uh, you know, how we go to the pyramids and stuff, and we see like a little carving of a mushroom, and we're like, oh my god, we're, they were a psychedelic society, and stuff like this. I mean, imagine when people come here in a couple thousand years. I mean, every building in Tucson, L.A., same thing all over. I mean, just huge mushroom murals uh, and stuff like that. People are going to come here and be like, wow, they were a psychedelic culture. However, in America, you know, you can't just say there's one culture here because, you know, just being in Tucson for the last week, um, really open. I'm like, oh my God, we're in an area with so much rich psychedelic history. There's such a dope psychedelic scene here. If you're into that thing, into that kind of thing, like the cactus scene, you have the Sonoran Desert Toad, and just the culture there in general is very psychedelic in a lot of ways. If you can see that, but 
you know, a lot of people are are just, you know, doing the normal American thing, which is consuming alcohol and, you know, going to shopping malls and doing that whole thing. Um, and I guess that's cool, too. It's just funny to observe the the different society, the different cultures that exist right here in America is pretty wild. And going down like I was on the border of uh, Mexico and Arizona. I was very south and down there. It was my first time being that south, and that's the most south I've ever been in America. Uh, it's a different place. It's a different place. New Mexico, it's a whole different place. So anyway, let's get back to our story here. <clears throat> Just smacked a joint, of course. It's good to be back in Santa Barbara, and I know people are going to be wondering what I'm drinking this is Malama Mushrooms Lion's Mane Coffee with added lion's mane and cordyceps and raw butter. It's my go-to. And I've been out. Dude, I've been sleeping in my car for the past week. Literally been sleeping in my car on a toad hunt. So let me break this down for you guys. You know, I won't keep this too long, but I think this is a story worth uh, telling. It's very fresh in my mind. Um... So here we are. We're just going to roll with it. I, I, uh, people tell me they want the solo pods. So here we are. So the cactus has been calling, right? All right, cool. So I'm in Ohio packing up my house because, like, on two weeks' notice, I make the decision. I mean, it's not two weeks' notice. It's been in the making for a long, my whole life. My whole life. That's what's funny about, like, st- sitting here and, like, telling little stories is it's like, I can say this story began to manifest last week, but in reality, it's been manifesting for 20 years. So, anywho, I'm packing up my house. Mackenzie and I, we are like, we don't need a house in Ohio. You know, we spend a lot of time out here in Santa Barbara. And uh, if you've been listening for a while, you know I've had, um, it's been a process for me to get my passport. But uh, this channel is most certainly going to be turning into a full-blown travel channel. That's what I'm on this earth to do. The podcasting is fun. It's very fun, and I'm going to take that with me. But we're going to be going international here in the next few months when the passport arrives. So I'm like, okay, no need for a house in Ohio. Um, So we pack it up. And then the night before we were we finally did this wow what a fucking week that's a whole podcast in itself but anyway so we get everything packed up and this is tuesday night and wednesday morning at 6 a.m we're supposed to hop on a flight and head back here to santa barbara and i had a another car in ohio that i was planning to leave in ohio for now And I just got struck with this download. Literally, I'm leaving at 6 a.m. Wednesday. This is 6 p.m. Tuesday. And I look at Mackenzie, and I was like, hey, I'm just going to throw a bunch of stuff in the car and drive to the Sonoran Desert. I swear, like, this is just how it goes. I I knew nobody down there. I had no accommodations for where I was going to stay. I didn't know where I was going to obtain these cactuses. I didn't know any of this. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and so of course you know that's just how my life is so she's like okay cool great 
so I do. I, I hop in the I hop in the car in the morning. I pack it up. She she and the baby hop on a flight to Santa Barbara, and I begin my journey. And I I mean I'm not gonna lie. I fucking crushed it. I've driven across the country like six times. And this was hands down the best I've ever done. I mean, my body totally just carried me. God just carried me because it was like, I'm telling you, like the whole point of this story that I'm telling you is that we all get struck with downloads all day long on things that we know that we could and should actualize or things we shouldn't actualize. Those downloads come too, but it's up to you on whether or not you're actually going to take action then and actualize it. Because I could have this thing, like I could have, I could have gotten that download and been like, oh yeah, like, hey, like one day I'm going to go to the Sonoran Desert, I'm going to do this. I'm saying, no, fuck one day. This is a prime opportunity. I have a car over here. The car clearly wants to be in California. So let's take a, a dip and go down there and see what's waiting for you. Because I just go where I'm called. I don't think about any of this. I did zero research. I've never been to Tucson. All I knew was that Tucson was in the Sonoran Desert. That's all I fucking knew. So I'm like, all right. So I begin my drive. And I put a thing on Instagram. I said, hey, coming to Tucson, hit me up. And some people hit me up. Which, it's just so cool how it all unfolds. Like, everything you need is already there waiting for you. It's just about you... Saying, here I am, God, here I am, universe. As my friend Dakota Wint says, all you got to do is show up. <laughs> people ask him, like, how do you learn from these indigenous people? How do you meet these people? He's like, you just show up. <laughs> you just fucking show up. So anyway, I was like, all right, I'm just going to show up. And so this dude hits me up. And as you know, cannabis is my favorite thing in the known universe. I'm just so in love with this beautiful plant. So this guy messages me and his whole page is just pictures of cannabis plants he grows and the bio is 100% organic cannabis. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, of course. So this guy, um, no pictures of his face, but he sent me a little uh, photo in the DMs. He's like, hey, my name's Nate. I uh, live off grid uh, in southern Arizona, two hours south of Tucson, pretty much on the border. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and he said that I could get cannabis. So I'm like, okay, great. So this is obviously like prior this, I'm telling you, knowing that cannabis lied, this homegrown cannabis lied on the other side of my 30 hour drive is like the sole reason I think it went so well. Um, interesting. Yeah. So I was just so excited for the cannabis. And so I drive straight there and I go meet this guy and we had the best time. His name's Nate. Super dope guy. Uh, he's got 23 acres, Southern Arizona. It's a fucking portal. It's an amazing place. And I'm really grateful he was able to share that with me. And he gifted me literally the most amazing cannabis I've ever had a big jar of all these exotic Afghani strains he's been growing for 20 years. The guy's a G. Anyway, super glad to have met him, Nate, if you're watching. Love you, bro. That was super cool of you, everything you did. Uh, so anyway, I'm like, okay, cool. And I tell him about my little mission. And, and somewhere along the way, I realized that not only was the cactus calling me, but the cactus was calling me f because... 
the toad was calling me. The Sonoran Desert Bufo Alvarius toad, whose venom contains 5-MeO-DMT, which is something I've thought about a lot in my life, and I just haven't had the, the calling yet. It'll call you. The medicine will call you when it's ready for you, whatever medicine of choice it is. So I realized this and I'm like, oh my God, you know, like I, I and I, and I knew I was definitely going to be, obta- be able to obtain the cactuses. I knew I was going to be able to get some good San Pedro, which I did. They're over by my room. Uh, they're fucking beautiful. So videos on that coming soon. I'm going to be harvesting these things and, and, uh, and using the mescaline and experimenting with that. And I'll be reporting back. Excuse me one moment. Um, so I'm like, okay, the toad, that would be cool. However, it's winter and the toad spends most of its time underground and it only really comes out during monsoon season in the summer when it rains really hard and it comes out and mates. But I felt it and I knew that that was coming to me, but I, I gotta be honest. There was this part of me that was like, oh my God, like. Where am I going to find this? Like, where am I going to find this? And and I really didn't want to, like, go to some random, you know, because people sent me recommendations on Instagram of these, you know, old doughy white guys. They're like, he's the medicine man. And I'm just like, no, I'm good. Uh, when I visit the medicine man, it'll be fucking deep in the Amazonian jungle when my passport comes. I really don't want my first bufo experience with this guy. I would rather do it alone. That's what I'm being called to do. Well, me and my fiance, actually. Anywho, I'm like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. So I end up sleeping in my car in these national parks <laughs> and going out every night with a flashlight and hunting for this to harvest the venom. And I, and hold on, hold on. There's a whole other part of the story I totally skipped before the hunt began. This is what was crazy. And I made a post on Instagram yesterday. I said, when you're living in your truth, everything in your life becomes a synchronicity. Every single thing that happens, it's all connected. There's no coincidences. It's just like, yeah. And you don't even have to bother like telling anybody, you know, you're like thinking about this person and you have all these things you are going to say to them and then they call and you're like, oh, you know, I don't even have to say, dude, I was just thinking about you. It's just like, yeah, of course. It's that kind of thing. So anyway, but big part of this trip too, there's this company uh, called Cream, Cream Forever, the Creamery in Tucson. And I've watched, so if you've heard of Hamilton Morris, he has a show called Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia, and he has an episode in Tucson uh, about the Sonoran Desert Toad and about the 5-MeO-DMT. So of course... I've watched that a couple times, and I somehow through that found out about Cream because I don't know if you've ever heard there was this pamphlet put out in the 80s, the Sonoran Desert Toad pamphlet by this guy who went by the alias Albert Most, who we now know is Ken Nelson. Anyway... Really strange. If, if you didn't know this, 
Bufo does not have a traditional use. It's one of the only psychedelics uh, that comes from nature around that has no known prior like shamanic traditional use. This was discovered in the 19 fucking 80s by a white dude in Arizona. He harvested it about four hours north. I forget the name of the town. Four hours north of Tucson. Anyway, so this guy puts out this entire pamphlet as well as uh, a line of these T-shirts and these 5-MEO matches and uh, released it anonymously under the alias Albert Most. Now, we've learned a lot since then. And this guy is, I mean, he's the epitome of a psychonaut. You're literally the first human being on earth known to harvest, milk the venom from the Sonoran Desert toad. It crystallizes, you put it in a pipe, smoke it, and it's the most powerful known hallucinogen, I don't even like that word, known to man. Blasts you completely into the center of the universe. You know, on DMT, there's infinite realms, and there's beings, and there's a lot going on. With 5-MEO, you pop through, straight through. No visuals for most people. And, this, and I haven't done it yet. So this is the fun part. This is just, you know, I know a lot of people who have. Uh, so Cream, right? I ended up following them on Instagram. And I was like, oh, these guys are super cool. Um, and I had never been to Tucson, but I knew they were in Tucson. And they're just like really like psychedelic stuff. This hat is from Cream. It says there's mushroom for improvement. So this is a hat from them I picked up while I was down there. So I knew I had to stop by this place because I was like, oh, this is like, this is really cool. There's like this super like psychedelic uh, shop here in Tucson. I, I, need, I need to go to this. So I'm telling you, the cannabis was priority number one. And then all I knew was I was going to cream. That's all I fucking knew. I didn't know where I was sleeping that night or anything. So I put cream in and I drive there and I'm like 25 hours into driving at this point. So stop by Nate's for a little bit, get the cannabis, we hang out, it's a great time, and then I'm heading to Cream. And I had DM'd Cream on Instagram and asked, like two days prior, I didn't give him much notice, and I said, hey, I'm looking to do a meetup in Tucson, which I did do when it was really fun. Had a couple cool guys come out, and we hung out and smoked, and it was great. Bought cactuses. Um... But so I'd hit them up and I was like, hey, could I do a meetup here? They ended up saying, hey, we got a lot going on this weekend. It won't work for this weekend. Great. Cool. No problem. That's it. And somewhere along the way, I had thought in my head because I, okay, okay. I'm getting, there's so much to say. Okay. <sighs> Hamilton partnered with Cream to do, Hamilton Morris, to do a reprint of the Sonoran Desert Toad pamphlet that came out in the 80s, like an official reprint. Um, he ended up meeting the guy, and like now they have his real name out there. It's a whole thing. Ham you, you go watch it on Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia. He's got a couple episodes diving into this. Anyway, so he does this reprint with an expanded edition on now what we know about at 5-MEO and on synthesizing synthetic 5-MEO and 
and a lot of cool stuff. And so this is like, and, and there's only like, I think like, like 2000 copies ever. This is a piece of psychedelic history. Like this is something I was like dying to like get my hands on. However, when I discovered it, I was like a year and a half too late to get the pamphlet when they did the reprint. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, wouldn't it be cool if I, like, meet these cream people and develop a relationship with them? And I'm like, hey, like, is there any chance there's, like, one more I could get? Right? So that was, like, a thought in my mind just, like, at one point. So anyway, here I am. I'm finally in Tucson, and I show up to cream. And I walk in, and I'm high as fuck on the best cannabis. And by the way... A whole week I spent in southern Arizona, I was on a just complete cloud of this Afghan cannabis. Shout out to you, Nate. You're a fucking legend. I can't wait to get some more of that. So I walk into Cream, and I'm talking to this guy. It's like empty, and, and I'm talking to this guy. And he was the only one in there. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're at the wrong place. This is our print shop. This is where we do all the prints. Our storefront is a half a mile down the road. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, nice to meet you. And we talked for a minute. And then this guy and this girl come out of the back. You cannot make this shit up. This guy and this girl come out of the back. And a dude goes... Hey, sorry, I was eavesdropping. Were you the one who messaged us on Instagram? And I'm like, yeah, that was me. And I swear to God, with no hesitation, he already had it in his hand. He, like, just got the download from the universe that I needed this. I never told him. I didn't even know this guy. I never mentioned this in our DMs. Without hesitation, after I say I'm the one who messed with my Instagram, hands me this thing, goes, there was one more left. Take it. And it was the last pamphlet on the Sonoran Desert Toad. This piece of psychedelic history that, like, means the world to me. Because I have the genuine calling for this and I felt it but of course when you're on the path I'm on there's moments where you're driving down the through the you're driving through the desert stoned thinking am I just a complete loser stoner what am I doing right is this real the toad is calling me really really like these thoughts come up and and obviously that's just part of being human right and uh which is funny, but then these moments validate you on your journey like no fucking other, man. I mean, to feel this calling and to have this unspoken thing with this guy, which is really with the universe, with the toad, that hands me this thing and it means everything to me. I, I, it's downstairs. I'll make a video. I want to like read it to you guys one day. Um, when it's like warmer and I'm more cozy and we can get into that. This is all really fresh, but like, this is like really fucking cool to me. And I'm really grateful to have this. 
And so in that moment, I mean, I went out to my, and, and then they gave me like free merch and they were so loving and nice. And, and I was just like, wow, like I felt drawn to come here and connect with these cool people. I knew, I didn't even know what their faces looked like, but I was like, oh man, like this is the vibe. This is like where I need to be. And I show up and they, and this happens. And like these moments validate you on your journey so much. And the universe loves, 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 loves when you jump into the unknown, when you trust. And that's what my whole life is about is just jumping and trusting and, and not, and just letting go and like getting out of my own way. And this journey that I'm on is my calling. Like I am a mouthpiece for these plants and for these molecules. Like this is what calls me. There's nothing more that I love than these molecules. I will devote my life to these plants because if, if we, if, I mean, if, uh, there's a lot of people doing it, but like they, these plants and these substances need us to stick up for them or nobody else will. So I'm on this journey. I've let go of everything. I'm 24 years old. I'm about to be 25. And my whole life has been cocooning and just letting go of everything that I thought I was. And I am now in this moment where I'm completely free. I have, I swear to you, of course I'm human. I have desires that come up, but I'm not fucking attached to anything. I am on a mission to, I don't care because I don't care. All I want to be is fully me and whatever that looks like. And that's unfolding now, finally in my life. And these moments validate it like no other. And this is just one moment. So let me get to the next moment. So Nate, who I meet, the cannabis guy, right? He tells me, he's like, yeah, this is going to be really tough to find a dude. Like they're not normally out at this time of the year. He says, but I know this guy. This guy lives down here near me, near the border of Mexico. And his road is covered with these frogs in monsoon season, and most of them end up roadkill. So he collects them, and he has like a walled-in, like 30-acre property, and he has this big greenhouse, and he like rescues them and has like a bit of a sanctuary. Maybe he could help. So I text this guy. I don't hear from him for two days. And it was one at one point where I was really discouraged because I was like, wow, man, like I really felt this so strongly. And uh, and here I am like empty. Hand. I'm freezing, walking around through the fucking desert at night in the rain uh, <laughs> looking for this thing. And. He texts me. And he says, give me a call. And my heart like drops. I'm like, oh my God. I'm not going to name this guy. But so I call him. And he was very hesitant to help me. And I could tell that this guy had a deep, deep respect and honor for these toads and, and for this medicine. Uh, you know, without the good word of Nate, this would not have happened. So Nate is an absolute angel for so many reasons on this trip. And so, like, I had a conversation with this guy. I told him I was interested. And he goes, yeah. He's like, I'm going to have to, like, really sit with this. 
um, I'll call you back and let you know. I'm like, fair enough. Like, I respect it. Like, this guy isn't some, like, sleazy fucking drug dealer. This is a guy who's found, who's got the calling himself. And he is now a uh, a keeper of this medicine, you know, because he's got all these toads. <laughs> And so he calls me back like eight hours later. It was like late at night. And I, I had booked an Airbnb in Tucson. I was literally about to head back to Santa Barbara the next morning. I booked an Airbnb. I'd been sleeping in my car for a week. I was all right. I'm done. I'm done. The toad will find me when it's ready. But so then he calls me and he's like, hey, you know, the, the smallest transaction I'd be able to do is this. Because, you know, he, he, you know, make it worth his time. It was a lot. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Like, no hesitation. I said, okay, let's do it. I don't care what this, what this costs. Let's do it. And so I messaged the Airbnb guy, and I'm like, hey, man. I, I literally was honest with him. I said, hey, Curtis, uh, I came to Tucson in search of something very particular, and it finally called me. So I have to go get it. Is, can you please, is there any way you can issue me a refund? And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I drive two hours south. At this, t it's already like six thirty or seven, whatever. So drive two hours south, <clears throat> and I meet him, and I get it. And I fucking get it. The night before I'm heading back to Santa Barbara, the last minute, I get it. And he was a very interesting guy, <laughs> very very beautiful guy though. And I'm just, and I, and that validation there too, the fact that I show up here in the middle of the winter where there was no chance of me getting this and I got it. And along the, you know, there's a lot to this story. I could sit here all day. Uh, I got the, I got some beautiful cactuses. I'm going to be harvesting for medicine this week. I'm going to be putting that on YouTube, showing you guys how I'm doing that. Um, and then reporting back my experiences. And then now I'm going to smoke the toad and I will be filming that and reporting my experiences with that as well. And I'm here in Santa Barbara and I've collected the medicine. I had this, I got this download. Hey, you're going to go to the desert. You're going to collect these medicines. You're going to get back to Santa Barbara and you're going to start working with them. And I followed that with no plan, no logic. And it happened. And that's pretty much the whole point of the whole story is that like now here I am falling deeper and deeper into alignment with my truth because I follow the downloads. The downloads that are constantly popping into your mind that are striking you, your higher self saying, hey, do this. And you can either do it or you can not do it. And I've spent a lot of time not doing it. However, when you do it, you realize how fucking real this is and how synchronistic everything begins to come. So this whole trip, this whole week is just one big synchronicity leading me deeper into my truth. And I'm really grateful and I'm sure I'll be talking about this more in podcasts to come, this whole journey, because there's a lot more. However, this is this is the moral of the story. And now I'm back here in Santa Barbara. And uh, 
and I'm just really excited about life and I, I feel very, very in tune with my mission and my truth and I'm just really grateful. I feel more connected with with life and with myself than ever and mm. You know, this is a pretty crazy path I'm on, so uh these really beautiful moments and these deeply, deeply meaningful moments are, they really add up. And, uh, that night after I collected the venom, I <laughs> raced to this hotel in fucking the middle of nowhere. And I do that with 10 minutes to spare. I do this zoom call that I had promoted a week prior on Instagram and, and people paid to come and connect and do this zoom call. And the fucking vibe was just electric. Everybody was like, we got to do this every week. And I was just on this huge high. I was exhausted. I hadn't slept in weeks, but I was just so, and not weeks, I hadn't slept in a week pretty much, you know, a few hours in my car each night. And I, But I just collected this medicine. I was on a high, man. And like, we just had the best call. And I'm just so grateful for this community. I'm so grateful for like my family, the, my friends, the people I'm meeting along the way. The guys I met in Tucson were amazing. The people I meet every fucking day on this wild ride I'm on. Oh, this life is fucking magical. It is magical. You cannot reduce this to simple laws of physics or something like that. Like this life is deeply, deeply meaningful and connected and magical. And, it, and this, this universe is speaking with you. And it loves you and it wants to see you actualize the fucking godness and the divinity within you. And I don't mean this in some far out like goofy way. I mean that like you are not your body, man. You're inhabiting this body and the body comes from earth. There's, there's, there seems to be two different realms probably more than that, but two main different realms existing simultaneous here. We have this earth realm, right? And certain medicines connect you with that. You'll feel that ayahuasca, San Pedro, right? And then you have things like mushrooms, which are fucking extraterrestrial. We don't have to get into panspermia and all of that, but the mushroom seems to connect you with like the whole fucking universe and you realize oh that's where i come from and then in this realm i am a part of the earth and it's all one so like when, when i first went down all of this like years ago i remember it created a lot of like distaste for my humanity and for my body you know, it's like, oh, I'm not the body. It doesn't matter. I'm, the, I'm infinite consciousness, man. But then you realize, no, no, that's not what matters, though. What matters is that are you able to simultaneously live out the fact that being in this body, being a human being on this earth is the greatest gift that you can receive in this realm. That is nothing to squander and it's something to fucking really honor. And then also simultaneously feeling and tapping into the divinity, the energy, the universe, the godness, the Tao, whatever the hell you want to call it within you and act that out through your humanity. And that's 
really what I feel like my whole life is just about at this point is just like sinking more and more into the Tao, into the wave. And it is unfolding more beautifully than anything I could manifest or anything like this. Like I'm, I, I, I honestly, guys, I have zero interest in manifestation. There's no point in me with my mind and ego trying to manipulate the universe to give me things. It's pretty ridiculous when you really think about it. So people bring up manifestation and oh, like, you know, because I because I talk about all the time. I'm just getting out of the way. I'm letting the universe speak through me, the spirit speak through me. And people are like, oh, well, no, shouldn't you, you should manifest. And I'm like, you don't understand, man. You're manifesting through complete fucking egotistical programming type of mindset. There's nothing divine about that. Okay? And my life... This is just, I can only speak from my personal experience. My life is unfolding more beautifully than I could ever imagine by just getting out of the way and, and, and trusting that there's an intelligence that I can't rationalize in here that can move through me and, and do really beautiful things. So that's what I'm doing at this point. I feel like I'm simply a mouthpiece for these plants and for these incredible molecules that our society needs more than ever because we're completely fucking backwards and twisted and contracted and demented and unhealthy. And there are some really beautiful molecules and plants and substances that exist that can do some major healing for us, not only as individuals, but as humanity, which we desperately need. This is way bigger than us and our fucking personal problems. So anyway, guys, uh, more to come, a lot more to come. I'm really in my groove. I'm really in my rhythm right now. Like I'm really sinking in uh, with my purpose and it, it feels really great. So whoo, it's really cool, man. Get out of your own way. Trust, just trust. I don't even use the word faith anymore. Blind faith. That's not real, man. I trust because I'm seeing it in front of me. I don't need blind faith like man open your eyes and and look around you <sighs> anyway guys I love you so much thank you for being here I'm gonna get on with my day I'm still like in a trance from this whole week um so I'm just gonna ground myself here in Santa Barbara I got a lot more cool podcasts coming with you guys great guests more great travels I'm gonna be doing way more vlogging um so yeah thank you for being here you can listen to the podcast anywhere. You listen to pods, Spotify, Apple, um, YouTube. And yeah, just be in touch with what we got going on. Uh, we got some in-person events coming up. Be sure to check out my Instagram for more info on that. Really, it's going to be a lot of fun, guys, where we just meet up. We consume some some San Pedro. We, we do some microdosing. We, uh, we drink some kava. We smoke good cannabis. And we just have conversations. We hang out. I'm doing an event this Sunday in L.A. Uh, head over to Instagram for more info. I'm going to be playing music with my friend Igor. We're going to be smoking weed, drinking kava. It's going to be a good time. So... Anyway, tap in with what we got going on. It's really cool. And I love you guys. Peace.